0: So I can sit down and have a wee nap.
1: Lola. Right. Whoa.
0: Welcome to this week's hungover episode of In The Lamplight. Wait a minute, where... are you doing the intro? No. Oh,
2: <laughs> sorry. Right. Stop then, because I was, oh, I was right. thrown there and I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm a bit sensitive today and I don't really want my, you know, things, I just need things to be the yes, way they should be. Correct. Right? I do apologise. Right. right. Mad. Reset. Kieran, take us in there. <laughs>
3: So it is two days since Team Night 29 finished, and as I won't lie, I've had no time to write an intro. So instead, I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling today. Brilliant. So I was teaching a few lessons this afternoon, and uh, this is an indication of my emotional state. <laughs>
0: right. So uh, <laughs>
3: uh, one of my better students, actually, she's really good, she's in third year, and she came in, and she's got her junior cert music, music practical this week, and she prepared two pieces, one of which was... Reflections Or possibly Reflection From Mulan Yes a Disney movie Lovely song uh, And she'd, she'd done some lovely stuff with it And she was playing really well uh, And I had to turn away from her Because my eyes were welling up <laughs>
4: With emotion What? Uh, to
0: Mulan Like <laughs> A musical, a, a musical, musical song. Oh! Uh, and you were having a moment, and, and just the way. Welcome the way- to how it feels for the rest of us, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> At half three on a Monday afternoon, welling up to a Disney
3: song like that's my emotional state, lads. <laughs> Do you know
2: what would be lovely? Like, obviously, she must be playing it really well. But imagine if there was like, if there was a platform or. Some sort of a night. I will just stop. I Some know where you're <laughs> going here. Some sort of a themed like, night. A radical idea of a beer. Like a themed night. Oh, like, called, like, a team night. A team night, I yeah, suppose, yeah. yeah. Where, like, the team would be, like, songs from you. And that girl could get up and maybe make the whole audience cry. It'd be nice. It never, obviously, it never happened. If only, happen, but, Luke, you know, if only
5: we had a platform. It'd
0: be a service that. to the town. It, it would, would be a service yeah, to I'm the sure town. It <laughs> yeah, it would.
2: How it
0: goes.
3: Um... Moving swiftly onwards. <laughs> 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 of those crazy ideas, lads. Hall, you were busy this week in the Hawkswell Theatre. Oh,
5: yeah.
3: Yeah? Oh, yeah. Right, let's play it. This is Hall on the streets. Talking to
2: your average Joe's. A the question he will pose. What he'll ask one never knows. What's your favourite movie? Savoury or fruity?
5: Do you
4: like a sushi? Uh,
5: it's Hall on the. Well, lads, what's the crack streets? Uh,
1: My favorite performance was Mark Cunning, because I just can't believe how he took to the stage on his first time performance. He just gave it serious energy that no debutant has ever done before.
0: My favorite performance tonight was uh, Joe Shannon Sr. He's my dad, and I just was so proud to see him up there after all he's gone through. Just to see him out and about is amazing.
1: My favorite performance was Luda, the lady from Ukraine. Uh, She found her performance so emotional and so did the audience.
5: My favorite performance was Mom!
1: <laughs> um, I know my favorite performance was Alien Concannon uh, doing the Freedom 90 meddling with the choir. It was just brilliant.
2: My favorite performance was Graveline because their energy was so good. It's, it's me, Hole, on the streets.
5: Tell you what, lads, it's some crack being on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> some streets. <laughs> We were in the Hawkswell and I was getting people's reactions. Um, I got a few more, but I couldn't really hear because there was such a buzz in the Hawkswell. But hey, some crag, some crag. Listen, we have to start off because we've got a special guest in the room with us. You! Yo! What a legend. Neve Crowley, you're so welcome to In The Lamplight. Thank you so much, guys. No Again.
1: Again. Again. Part
2: two. Now, d- does that make Neve the first guest that we've ever had on twice? We've just interviewed everyone. I think so it is. Yeah, we're running right right back around the whole week again.
3: <laughs> I, I think you're
5: right, Luke. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're one of the lucky ones, Neve. Neve, we have to start with you now. <laughs> Your favourite song or performance from Team Night Twenty Nine
1: Freedom. Well, obviously, there's no point in going home to my house unless I say that Eddie uh, singing Hot Fudge was my favourite. You know, I mean, I just, I absolutely love the fact that I got a chance to do that, you know, to be on stage with him. And uh, I just thought he was brilliant. Uh, He told me absolutely nothing about it before he did it. So it was actually all a (laughs) surprise for me on the night as well. Uh, but yeah it was grateful.
5: there was so much to that song wasn't there lads
0: hmm. unreal there's a section in that I, forgive me I don't know the, the, the words or whatever but there's a mama bit like and he was kind of down on his knees so the stage and kind of had the violins we'd say stage right uh, as you look at the stage which is technically stage left it is stage <laughs> left <laughs> <yes>. so, <laughs> so they're on stage left uh, and he was standing there playing the violin to the song and her son kind of roaring up these lyrics I thought it was a great moment like I stand inside stage for it it looked great and he had the dancers,
5: the five dancers at the back, like everything about it was just, yeah, kind of reminds you of like a musical or something like that.
2: <laughs> um, so you didn't know that he was going to be, so up until rehearsal, you didn't know that he was going to be getting down in front of you during oh, that not bit and everything.
1: No, not a clue.
2: He enjoys that little bit of kind of difflement, doesn't he? Always. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and, Always. and
3: like, obviously that's a huge surprise to me. Like not, not this performance, because I've seen it in the Teenage Nights, but the first time I saw it, it was, because Eddie comes across as, you know, very reserved and, you know, the last person you'd think would pull out a performance like this. Now, if you know his parents, it's a different story. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but but when did you first see this side of Eddie? Or, or?
1: Uh, honestly, the yeah. first time I saw it, I mean, I remember actually going out with him to your place the first time he was thinking about going to sing. And uh, if you remember, he sang and Sinead was there as mm. well. And he sang everything like right down the octave and really quietly and Sinead was just like, well, maybe just, you know, try it up the octave and just try and sing it out. And I just remember he started singing and next thing Sinead's just kind of winking over at me, you know, from the side and it just kind of all snowballed from there. And and uh, But he comes up with all these ideas himself and he just oh. constantly his brain worrying yeah. about performance ideas and performing the whole. And I think, I suppose with all the performing that we do in the house, you know, Robert's so involved in theatre as well. Um, he's been around that all his life. So I think for him, it's about a full performance and not just about singing a song, which I suppose is.
3: Definitely comes across.
1: <laughs> he's
5: like a young Ollie Murs, but better.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Isn't he? Absolutely. <laughs> he's just got
0: it all,
5: everything. Okay, Rory, what was your favourite moment or performance? Oh,
0: is that, can that, is favourite moment or favourite performance? You choose, I don't care. Okay, I'm going to stick with my original, so uh, keep things moving. My favourite performance was Luke's. And it actually i run now. No, but hear me out, hear me out, because it harps back exactly <laughs> to what Neve just said there about a full performance. So Luke made a video f- for behind his song, uh, but it was timed to the song. It told its own story. The lighting plot, you know, was really well crafted. So Luke nearly stepped... To, as soon as Luke stepped to his mic, the light head on to him it was just for me it, that was the it was a full package of, of of a show performance you know uh, it had musical-esque vibes I guess maybe from the, the bit of acting there's a bit of acting and arms out and actually
2: do you know what Sting has a musical as well there you go which yes. is it's called The Last Ship and it really exp- expands and all that there'll be another one for that night, nice little night along with well, that I girl would, playing the piano it. if, if we could sure you know, <laughs> 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 know. Anyway. if only What's there that? was a
3: platform
5: as you said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luke what was your favourite performance?
2: My favorite performance. Um, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Owen Troy doing the island. I have to say, um, there's something about Owen's voice. Owen's got a voice that just sounds like Owen. Never sure. really come across another voice that sounds like Owen Troy. Um, and I thought he made a really nice job of the song. It was really tasteful and you know, the guitar bit in the middle and everything. And I, I like moments in a show like that that are just just stripped back and just let the show breathe for a minute. And I know it was only a couple of songs in, but I, yeah,
3: I thought that was, that was lovely.
5: He always has the audience in the palm of his hand on, doesn't he? Yeah. Every yeah. time. You can't take your eyes off him. Karen, favourite performance? Just going back
3: to Luke for a sec. So I had a friend in at the show on Friday and I met him outside afterwards. He says, Quinner, I sent you a text during the show. That's how into this particular moment I was. I said, all right, let says, check your phone now when you go back. So I checked the phone and he just has this little text saying, at this moment, Luke, wow. (laughs) So he was just expressing how much he was enjoying this moment. And I got, you know, certainly Luke, there was loads of, loads of great feedback about about your song.
1: I love the way actually it just built and built and built right to that last chord. That last chord every night I just really enjoyed from it, you know, it was just, is that because it was that?
2: over and you didn't have to look at my terrible <laughs> scores anymore?
1: <laughs> What's ending about those scores? Michael.
3: I can only apologise. Um, Favourite moment was on Saturday and I can't remember what song it was but I heard a drumstick clatter onto the ground and I looked around <laughs> yeah, and, and I just and, and I had like I looked around immediately and there was Tonto Handing one of his drumsticks to Steve, who had dropped his, so Steve wouldn't miss a beat in the drums. I just thought, yeah. there is two men working together brilliantly, yes. and I just loved that moment. Like it was just, just instant. Yeah. The minute I looked round. There was Tonto Han and Steve the Stick because he didn't want to miss miss a beat in the drum. Can I thought we, that was uh, brilliant. Can we talk about the few beats that Steve did miss? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have I have an eight second video of that. I, I, d- I just got it today, so maybe we can put that out. I would on. love to
2: see it. Yeah, I just like a ninja. I wouldn't mind, but he he flew past the riser like the the, the Barry Sachs was sitting, and he went through like. A fairly cluttered, a area, and he didn't hit a thing. Like, I'd say, do you know, in, in uh, like Scooby Doo shows, or or you know, when Roadrunner goes Meep, and is gone, <laughs> and there's just a puff of smoke left behind, but in the shape of Roadrunner that just hangs in the air. I'd say, if you looked outside after Steve Coleman, there was probably still a Steve Coleman shaped puff of
0: smoke outside. He just went in that fast. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I know that feeling. You know, oh, you've just worse. you've just forgotten something for a second in live performance, and you go, "Oh my God, I meant I'm to, be on. to be on!" And everything like, like tunnel vision—you need to get to your spot. I, I, so when I saw him run on and take a seat, I was like, "That feeling—it's yeah. horrible." I, I or, or
1: the night Kieran doesn't tell you that he's going straight into Philadelphia Freedom, and you hear "papa, <laughs> papa" from the stage. Yeah. And, like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and
3: in fairness, that was also my fault about Steve. I must, uh, I must say that for the record, we did make a late change to the set. Um, I promised Steve a break after, you know, shit, the song Shamey did, Free Will, because yeah, it's, it's a was roast. It such a roast yeah. on the drums. I said to Steve on the Friday night, I said, tomorrow, man, I'll give you a break after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had that written into the set. But then I got a late message from Rory O'Dowd, who needed to be in the Strand earlier than he thought for his Saturday night gig. So I had to move Free Will earlier in the set. And I thought I'd told everyone, well, but yeah. I hadn't <laughs> told Steve. Uh, Kieran, just to
1: point out, you hadn't told Ryan either because he was about to walk on stage and I had to grab him and pull him back and say, it's not your song now. <laughs> there
3: oh, look. Um, but in terms of performance, I would have to say Sarah Crummy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. see her. Yeah. I, I didn't see her on the Friday night. Yeah, she wasn't there Friday night, actually. Oh. She was there the Thursday and the Saturday. And uh, I said this on the night, I think, but I was, you know, the, the piano side of the stage in the wings, watching, listening. And I could see across to the, the backstage area, to the dock where most people were. And it just was a, such a mark of respect for Sarah that the place was wedged. You know, the wings, the far side of the stage, the backstage area, you could see heads craning in. Everyone was just wanting a piece of this performance. Sure, um, uh, And she, you know, we hadn't seen her for a while for various reasons, and it was just brilliant to have her back. And mm. she had a brilliant time. And she... Yeah, I thought she just did a great job in it. What yeah. song did she sing? Sorry, Michal. Yeah, she did something inside so strong. Um, the Labby Seaford number, but she, it was just her and the piano. And she throws these chords in that like, just, they're so tasty. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she claims afterwards, oh, that was an accident, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pure modesty. She, she does that with songs though. Yeah. You know, she's so good at that. Taking she, a song she and making strips it strips them back yeah. so beautifully. And yeah. stripping back is one thing but like stripping back but also adding in mm. you know to, to fill it out in her way and yeah. it's, it, she always does it and she does such a great job of it so Joe's Did, visuals
2: for, were fantastic for that one as well so yeah. Joe Hunt was running projections for the night and he had all these powerful images of you know like uh, apartheid Africa civil rights movements in the yes. States and stuff yeah that was great
1: uh, Do I get just one more shout out actually I do want to give it's just Emily Meads yeah. I don't know if you saw her um, Micheal she only was on the Thursday night It was the only night she did, and she did. A change is going to come, and it was absolutely magic. And then when I found out she wasn't doing Friday and Saturday, I was like, No, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. She's destined for the stars, Emily. For sure. She is a star. She's special, like, she really
5: is. She stands out every single theme night that she's on. I wish I got to see her.
3: Yeah, she got a huge reaction Thursday night, both her songs. Um, So, Niamh. Your favourite part when we start turning the attention towards you. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, Neve, just I wanted to ask you, you um, one of your biggest contributions to these shows is that you write the arrangements for the strings and the horns for, for most of the tunes. Um, so tell us about how that works for you. I know it uh, it's obviously takes over your life for the week or two leading up to the show, um, and you're spending every waking hour you have on it. Um, but, but, but tell us a bit about that process for you.
1: Um, Well, I suppose the first thing is, you know, when you contact me and say, right, these are the songs we're going to do. And um, sometimes it can be a little bit daunting when I see maybe, you know, 15 songs and know by the time you're finished, that'll probably be 18 or 19, you know. (laughs) Um, And then I'm thinking, how am I going to get all these done? So to be honest with you, I normally start maybe by ticking off one or two that I think are going to be a little bit easier to do. So um, I suppose it's very, every song is completely different. Some songs, they only need you know, two violins on it, maybe even just one violin line, you know, maybe two of us playing it or three of us playing. Um, You know, then you have those massive arrangements like that one we did for Emily, The Change Is Gonna Come, where you have, um, maybe I'm listening to an orchestral arrangement of it and I'm trying to pair that back then to make it work for our two violins and, uh, you know, our fantastic horn section as well. I mean, it's such an absolute pleasure when you spend all this time writing it down, when you actually get to hear it you know, come to life, then, you know, behind you and uh, it's, um, I enjoy it so much. But I suppose process wise, I would listen to the song a number of times, you know, just try to get it really in my head and think where I'm going to go with it. Um, But every song I approach differently, sometimes I find myself sitting at the piano trying chords. If it's something, if it's a really tight string arrangement or tight horn arrangement, you know, trying chords. And um, one of the things you have to be careful is what position you put the notes in because you might have the same chord, but by moving one note, you actually drastically change the sound of it. Um, so sometimes you think, oh yeah, I've, you know, looked at the chord chart, I've got the right chord in there, but it's just not sounding right. So I found myself, you know, messing around with it on the piano playing it other times um, you know I'm trying to listen to a song and copy you know what's already there sometimes you're starting from totally from scratch yourself because you're doing a song that actually has no strings or horns on it so every song is different you know you just have to approach them all differently
3: and just go back to a moment <clears throat> in the rehearsals before the show on I think it was Wednesday and in fairness to the four lads and the horns they'd only got their music minutes before this rehearsal yeah. and it was the start of A Change Is Gonna Come the one <laughs> uh, the one we just mentioned and I was in a terrible key for them. Yeah. And Neve starts this song. Marie joins in and the two violins are going nicely. And then the horns come in and it's just.
1: <laughs> and Neve's
3: here. I did not write that, lads. Please play what I wrote. Well,
1: well to be fair now, I did give them two chances to play it before I said that. And then I got
3: cross. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when it came in on the actual show, it was, oh, they it was had it no nailed. perfect. No, they had it nailed. Yeah. They did have it nailed. Yeah, they're great. They're great. It's great to see those four lads sort of sticking together in that oh, in that say, horn yeah. section, do you know?
1: Absolutely.
3: Um, do you know, there's real room for growth there, considering their age and what they bring to it already.
1: But I think they're so used to playing with each other. And, you know, it is something that's really important because they're like a little quartet themselves. Yeah. You know, and I know that from being in a string quartet myself, Um, there's a certain familiarity with knowing... Knowing you can rely on the person next to you who's going to, you know, it's a real team thing. Mm. So I think they really have that in the section, you know.
2: I thought they were fantastic on, um, I wish it knew, I wish it knew how it would feel to be free. Yeah. Yeah. Their, yeah. their hits were just so tight. Yeah, They were really good on that one. They were great yeah. in general, but that one stood out to me.
3: What I noticed about them though, maybe it's because they're a bit older, but when they were teenagers, like any chance they got, they were dancing. Yeah. Like they were, they'd all their moves worked out and they were swinging the horns and they were kicking the feet. And just the finale on the last night was the only oh, yeah. time I noticed them dancing this time. So we'll have to have a word and get.
1: And get they're so mature now.
0: Yeah. yeah, they're so mature and yeah, 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 yeah. Too cool. Yeah. So, um, right. Go on, yeah, I was going to say, it's probably related to getting the notes of a song two minutes beforehand. The dances <laughs> probably aren't on their radar. It's probably more <laughs> that they don't sound like they're <laughs> through the actual show. Yeah. Well, fairness, they probably got their notes
3: two minutes before the show every time. <laughs> I think. Uh, sometimes five. Maybe five. Right. right, right. Neve, tell us about, um, I suppose, how you got involved in the theme nights first and, and how it's developed for you over the years.
1: Um, I actually the first night I remember was in source, um, and uh, I uh, I think it was Anna or Austin. I just asked me that. I think Anna actually was. Yeah, I think Anna Houston was doing something and just said, "Listen, you know, would you come along? We could really do with another violin on this." And I actually hadn't been at, you know, one of the nights before, and uh, I just I arrived and thought, "Wow, this is really great. I'd love to." You know be involved in more of this, and gradually I think as things developed um and obviously the band was getting bigger and you know the uh, next thing they just started to become a more regular string section, and then suddenly the horns were there, and arrangements had to be done and you know I suppose that's something I know how to do so yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you found your niche that's it yeah that's it I remember my f- f- I remember that night because I had written the arrangements this, this must have been three, maybe two violins and a cello. And you went off to rehearse, I think, up in the maybe the you remember there was the, the cookery school. Upstairs, yeah. Upstairs. Yeah. I remember you rehearsing before the show up there and you came down with this arrangement. Karen <laughs> <laughs> You gave me a C sharp and it was a C natural. So <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is what I'm dealing with here. I better fuck up. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> um, and, and so Look, I'm not, this is not a way of, um, you know, I suppose, what I'm, what I'm asking you is, you've done, I th- I'd say you've done definitely over 20 of the nights, and you've mm. 22, 23 possibly at this stage. So something keeps bringing you back, right? And um, wh- like, so what is, what, what, what for you brings you back to these nights and keeps you coming back for more?
1: Uh, I love the sense of family about it I love the sense of musical family I love the element of surprise I don't think there's ever been a theme night where I didn't get a surprise from somebody mm, Do you know yeah. they just weren't expecting mm. this performance or something totally or somebody you haven't seen before um you know I uh, I just love to see the joy on all the singers faces and I think because you've so many different singers involved it just the night is just so interesting like it's just you know change 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 all the time um I love getting a chance to play with Marie um, you know, she's one of my best buds and the two of us just have so much fun up there, we really it's do. It's been a
3: really interesting thing with Marie because we always knew Marie as the Hawkswell director and eventually we heard she played a bit of violin and I remember you saying after the first time you played with her, like we didn't know what we were dealing with here, like what sort of a musician she was, but you, you said to me, Kieran, she's actually really good. <laughs> you know Because uh, you, you stood beside Marie, her I show. always thought You were really good <laughs> <laughs>
1: just to put that out
3: This was the first time You played with her So we were both And, and then Like you know Gradually just You know because I haven't heard Marie that much But gradually I've just realised how much of an amazing musician she is! Oh, she really
1: is. And but, like, but we bring totally different things to the table. Yeah, you know, I mean, like she's an incredible uh, musician. She's such a fantastic ear, um, you know, for uh, all these accompaniments and and harmonies and stuff like that. And I just, I think we just work really, really well together because yeah. we, you know, we both have um different skills, you know that. And, yeah. and you know, I mean, she wrote fantastic arrangement of um. The, um, now we are free. Now we are free. Like, absolutely yeah. beautiful with a lovely trad, yeah. you know, swing to it and, and yeah. you know, she's uh, she's brilliant.
3: It is. It's, it's brilliant when you,
0: like, you know, you keep discovering these new talents in people well, Marie, it's there, there's humble and then there's Marie, you know, like there's <laughs> yeah. like, everyone is pretty humble. Like There's not a huge amount, there's no egos or anything like that. But Marie is like the most unassuming person. And then you see her playing, it's like, Jesus, Like yeah. it's like she's actively trying to hide it. I don't, yeah. I don't know, like, yeah. but it's unreal, like she's yeah. savage.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of new talents, lads, you tried your
0: hand at the lighting this time, Rory and Luke. Yeah. How did that go for you? Great. I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, yeah. It was such a class new element. And um, I mean, specific, like for, I think when you try out these new things, it's not always going to be as tight as it could have been. And I think this show was no different to that. Could have been a bit tighter in places, but some of the moments were magic lighting wise. Like, this is me. I mean, I haven't seen a video of it, but I, I did see it lying. I worked the desk for that. And I think that's going to be one of the ones where the, I suppose, the importance of lighting comes through because you, that it, it, during that song, you could even hear audiences kind of like, I kind of got like, whoa, at the point where like, this is me and then the drums come in but the lights come up at the same time. It just seemed really tight. So yeah, moments like that just made it so much fun, you know. And I love that, like, I mean, I think we really
2: put a whole extra layer on the show this time Mm -hmm. between lights and between Joe Hunt and the, the fantastic job he did with the projections and stuff. And I know it was an ambition going back a couple of months to when we had chats about how we could make things bigger and better that we would kind of get those things going. But I really liked that we didn't really stray outside of the team night family to find people to, you know, try that. And you could have gone and got, you know, top tier professionals and stuff. And they probably would, they would have come in with more experience and a bigger skill set. And yeah, it would have looked fantastic. But there's something really nice about looking at the pool of people that you have that are enthusiastic about being there and that they're there every time and say, right, what what can we do among ourselves to to kick it up another notch? I can't
1: wait to see this because obviously I've had my back to, I mean I've caught glimpses of the projections, you yeah. know, and especially like for your video and stuff like that. Like I could see the odd glimpse of the ship or the the tear coming down or yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. But I actually just can't wait to see the video to see what it was actually like because I said even lighting wise I was aware on stage. Oh, it's darker. It's brighter. It's but, but if you see no concept, no, of what sure. it's no context.
2: Look like. You need to. St- Stand back and yeah. and look at it from the front, yeah.
5: Jamie Callahan and Neve Keevney singing Meat Love. The lights on that was the first time that I was like, on the show night, I was like, oh my god, big difference. It was class because it built and built and built, yeah. And then there was a big, there was a flash or something coming into a chorus. Wow. I don't know what it was. It was just like it was huge. Yeah. Boom. Class.
0: Myself and Shane Larkin. Actually big shout out to Shane Larkin huge because shout out. the big work share. he put into to getting that rig up and programming in. you know, I know it's it's a technical job that usually doesn't get a lot of credit, but the work you have to do to get there is insane. But by by show three, like I like we knew the the, the lighting plot so well that Shane would be leaning over, pressing one button, and he'd say it right and Q's coming in. and I'd lean across him and press the other button. You'd have that meld of hands on the console pressing different buttons. It was, it was brilliant. Like we were like two parts of the same clock at one point, you know? So yeah. it was great.
3: Brilliant. Right. Michal, as an audience member, what um what did you notice about the show or what 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 stood out for you, I suppose?
5: Um oh, he me on the spot here. <laughs> do you know what I actually love this time and you haven't done it before, but Whoever was on the camera, who was on the camera at the very back? And Joe.
2: That was Joe as well. What? Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, running that along with the projections, yeah. Where
5: you, when you zoomed in to like, if someone was playing the, like a guitar solo or something like that, loved that because you kind of felt like it was like a concert in a big arena nearly, but you hadn't had that before, did you? No, 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 no. That was really good. Yeah. Loved that. Uh, what else did I really enjoy? You must have
3: enjoyed Rory's song, did
5: you? Oh, aye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, aye. Some boy. It was, it was actually because you couldn't take your eyes off the five I don't were you on the piano for it? Who was yes. on? The, Karen, I, I honestly can't even remember Yeah, I'm sorry I can't even remember That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> my job we hope. my job is to just be in the background and support these five wonderful singers no, so that's, a good, all, that's a good thing All I was focusing on was Rory and the four behind him it was just absolutely brilliant really good lighting for that as well was very good because it was it was quite dark on the stage from what I can remember Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of focused on the five brilliant the choir this time we were actually discussing it before you came. There was a new level of performance and energy from the choir this time, in my opinion. Big time. Big time.
3: Yeah, well, I want to come back to Rory's song, but since you mentioned the, the choir, hall, yeah, I really felt that. They had eight songs this time. Nine, actually, by the time we got to Rocking all over the world. And that's a huge increase in workload for mm-hmm, the choir. Okay. You know, they might have three or four on a, on a show. And they had to learn Ukrainian. Um, yeah. They had to learn Sinead Conway's song, which was Nonsense. In, in a made-up yeah. language.
0: You know, <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, mm-hmm. song was nonsense. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Technically, it was. Don't <laughs> twist my words. You know what I mean? Um, That's the part I'm going to put out on social media. Is <laughs> just you saying? <laughs> <laughs> but but, but so,
1: someone did actually ask me, was it in Ukrainian as well? Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was going around for a
3: while that it was in Latin, um, but it's it's actually a made up language. But uh, yeah, big shout out to Dave Flynn and to the and to the choir because. Dave Flynn was the choir master, but the choir just, they put in way more work. They, they, the time involved was huge. And I think it paid off for them. I think they they great fun and they felt on top of their parts. And they when they were singing at full voice, it was powerful. Yeah, It really yeah. was, yeah. It really made a difference. Because you, you do get a volume boost when you really feel on top of your, because you don't have that
2: hesitation of, am I singing the right note I am? No, here's my, you know, like you get that... <laughs> fade in at the start of a note when you're not yes. quite confident. You've um, never experienced that Luke. Too, yeah. Really. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you always know your notes, no? Uh, no, in fairness, anytime time I've um, had to sing in those kind of ensembles, it's usually been you teach me my lines so by the time <laughs> <laughs> by
5: the time Faze into him with oh, on the wrist. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, No, they were, they, yeah, they were great. And I think that the fact that they felt on top of things just the volume was there because they were confident in it. I think they performed more as well. They were Looser serious up. Serious the, groove yeah, going yeah, yeah.
5: yeah, there was movement. It was yeah,
3: movement. yeah. Um, Back to Rory's song though. Um, it was interesting, Rory, because you were speaking last week about how nervous you get when you're singing. Yeah. So how was the, the experience in the end for you?
0: Okay, so I made a, a conscious effort this time after we spoke the last time about how nervous I get. I made a conscious effort this time to try and actively like do things about it. Breathe and, you know, practice the song enough not too much but enough that you know you're confident in your in your delivery and that kind of thing and then I suppose it helps with the fact so the five singers that were kind of doing the harmonies with this song uh, was Dave Flynn and Troy uh, Jane Feehilly and Joy Feehilly and they're so good you know so you're kind of when you're not really on your own um, I didn't feel as kind of like vulnerable or something on the stage this time. I felt very much like I was part of the team with them, and the rehearsals leading up as well was great. Crack, so it was there was no, I never felt any real pressure about Blackbird, and didn't I just kind of thought it fell together really nicely. There was some really really talented people involved in it, and more than nerves about my own performance, I felt a small bit of pressure to deliver a good enough for them because mm-hmm. they were so good and worked so hard. They had to work much harder than me because I just had to follow the melody. I mean, I was, and it's so well known, the melody. So you kind of can just sing the song. But they're trying to put in lovely little trills. And speaking in a technical jargon that it would probably take me 10 years to learn about <laughs> diminished this and fifths of that. Uh, so I felt that was the only bit of pressure I felt. I thought if they're going to put in that effort, I'm going to put it in for them as well. Um, and by all accounts, it came off great.
3: Yeah, I no, did. certainly did. Mm. Before we go any further, lads, I'd just like to, we, we spoke there about <coughs> last week, and last week's guest was was Colette Sheeran, Yes, uh, ah. and poor Colette didn't get to perform This as Me, she performed here with us last week, and she was really looking forward to doing it with the choir and the full ensemble, and we were really looking forward to hearing it, um, but for personal reasons, Colette could not make it uh, for, the, for the show, and so a big shout out to Colette yes. from us here yeah. at In The Lamplight for coming in last week um and talking to us so honestly about about her experiences. Um and yeah, it was really, really sad that she couldn't get to do it in the end. But um hopefully next time um Team Night Thirty she'll be she'll be back with a bang. So yeah, we're thinking yeah. of you, Colette and uh wishing you wishing yeah. you all the best.
2: Yeah. And if you are listening, Colette, maybe start thinking of a a nice song that you like from a musical for Team Night 30. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: You're so so outnumbered. Is
1: that that, that 2030?
3: Luke?
1: We'll take it. We'll take
5: it. I think it's actually. actually, I think
2: it's it's cruel and. uh, unusual The I think you get a little bit of satisfaction you, out a of it. <laughs> you just twist the knife you're just like oh yeah twenty it'll, it'll happen lads but it's like it'll happen with me it's like it's never going to happen oh, do you know, know. Luke I've,
0: I've thought of something you know a lot of the time for the announcements videos or the posters or the, or the 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 sound to go with it it's usually me and you that have a bit to do with that mm. we could just announce it <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a genius just idea. get James McManus to drop a poster and we just <laughs> announce it for the next time. Brilliant. <laughs> I it, James.
2: Would you not take it? Would you not do it just to see Owen Troy's head explode?
0: <laughs> Owen
3: Troy, at our after-show party, brought the house down with a music, a song from a musical. Yeah, yeah I exactly. Say, Brilliant. And he was delighted to sing it. He sang that song for four weeks in a row as a fourteen-year-old in the Olympia. He told us. Yeah. What? What song? Jesus Christ. what song was it? Yeah. It's from Jesus. Jesus no, it's from Joseph. Joseph. Joseph and
5: his amazing technical dream coat. Any dream will do. What song was it? I ah, my ah, coat
2: with golden lining. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Speaking of coats with golden lining.
0: Oh, yeah. the segue oh, of the century. Oh, <laughs> the century. There we We've go.
1: There we go. Give
0: lifting the
1: jacket. <laughs> yeah, take it off me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Unbelievable! Oh
1: my god!
0: Very good. Thank you.
1: I thought that was usually your job. <laughs> 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 I know it usually is. Hey,
3: once again, Luke shows another talent <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that we weren't aware of before. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> Excellent, Luke. Yes. Speaking of coats with golden lining, Neve, is, is been that why I got a
1: golden microphone? <laughs> microphone? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the way? Uh,
3: Yeah, yeah. You you haven't taken it off since I hear. I haven't. Yeah. No, yeah, no. yeah. It's no. looking well in you now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I think we uh, should give the listeners some context. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes, indeed. Yeah. So. Um, uh, after every show, well, f- uh, uh, just after team night 23, um, Chris Bailey told us that he was moving back to New Zealand. Now, he ended up doing the next four or five team nights. Yeah, <laughs> <that. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, he didn't laughs> it's it. it like Brian O'Driscoll <laughs> <laughs> retiring. Like, he got, he, got a, he, got a, he got a farewell before this match and before this I'm match. I'm
2: leaving
4: now. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> Go home after the pub. <laughs> Don't miss <Ozzy> me. <laughs>
2: I'll just show myself
3: out. <laughs> yeah. So Chris um, donated us his his famous golden jacket, and it was his idea. He says you should give this to, to somebody after each team night. And this this was like about half eleven after the final team night of the of the Springsteen one. Um. And and he said, uh, yeah, you should give this to like. No, it's not not about performance necessarily. It's about someone who contributed in in their own way to 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 the show and. That was just immediately a winner, a winning idea for me. I thought it was great. You know, it's a way to bring people together after the show for this announcement. And so we've done it every team night since. There's probably seven team nights we've done it for. And uh, this time the winner was... (laughs) Me! Yeah, so... um, See, I'll tell the listeners a little story here because... because
1: Sneaky, (laughs) sneaky.
3: (laughs) Because often... Oh Neve, no, come back, come back. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> often, um, Neve is a hugely important part of these nights and uh, uh, you know, a really great head in relation to lots of aspects of the show and someone I'd regularly, regularly turn to for advice. And so I'd often run my ideas for, for the Golden Jacket winner by her before we, before we announced it. So I had it in my head that I wanted to, to give it to Neve, but I said, I better ring her. To discuss who's gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. Top notch little bit of uh trailer
2: cup. Skullduggery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: skullduggery. So um I, I went through this big spiel and said, you know, it could be this person or it could be that person, and, and
1: I said, yes, oh no, yeah, 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 yeah no, yeah. definitely. And
3: eventually, though, I I'm I'm going to actually give it to this person, and Neve goes, oh great, great idea, yeah, yeah, great, cool, super, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. And so uh, anyway, I figured I had my I had my bases covered, but uh, <laughs> so I was looking for her face uh, during the speech, but you were hiding nicely, Neve, at the back, so I couldn't see it,
1: but uh,
0: it was a surprise well, for you.
1: Well, it was a surprise for me when I heard the, you know, you talking about the person you told me you were going to give it to yes. and then I was like
0: Did you twig it then?
1: No I was like what's going on here and then he said I was going to wait until musicals and I went oh okay that will be me then. Yeah yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I had it in my head that I, whenever we did a musicals night like me yes. was going to be obviously our, our will be centrally
1: Oh yeah, can we just Whenever. Stop for a second? <laughs> yeah, we gonna get the word when. So <laughs> we're just like, putting that out Yeah, now.
0: when like we that. when we do a musical. Yeah. Like, oh, I've never
3: like made that. any secret of that. Team, <laughs> team 995 that i
5: not say. Tom and Nixie will be taking over the theme right. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be in their mid 40s. Okay. Dad told me I have to know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh no! You, you very, very, very nearly put Neve in an incredibly awkward position. I mean, imagine if Neve had gone up to whoever your ringer was and just gone and went, wink, wink, I hear you're getting the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. You.
5: and they're sitting there taking this, this is brilliant, I'm to get it. And then she gets called up and they're looking at her going, you <laughs>
4: bitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no. In fairness, I trust Neve. It has never leaked. It has never leaked. So, uh, so, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good crack. We we it got it anyway. It was good fun. It yeah. was
1: good fun. You yeah. certainly did. Yeah,
3: you
2: and very well deserved.
1: Oh, very you. very well. Deserved. You know, I just uh, like. I mean, this one was kind of. I suppose. <laughs> Um, we did have a laugh, you know, myself and Kieran, about all the strange places that I end up writing arrangements because they do just take a long time. And, you know, I do find myself, if I have a spare five minutes anywhere, you know, and I uh, literally, I would find myself, you know, maybe six o'clock in the morning, just wake up and go, okay, just I'm going to go down and finish that one now. And invariably, <laughs> if you go on WhatsApp, Kieran Quinn was just on his phone as well, and he'll be sitting doing his mm, arrangements someday. as well at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, I've been doing arrangements at the side of a Gaelic pitch and I've been doing them all over the place. But unfortunately, This time was just a tricky one because I hadn't planned on having to spend two days in the hospital with my poor daughter, Maeve, who broke her arm on last Friday and had to have a two and a half hour operation on Saturday. Um, So uh, I was sending Kieran pictures of wheelchairs and everything in front of me (laughs) while I was trying to write some of the arrangements this time. So, um, yeah, it was. But uh, thank you very much. It has been worn with pride. Yeah, no,
3: I just felt could be waiting a while for musicals so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know
3: she in
0: it fairness cycle back <laughs> round by then yeah 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 exactly I, lo- um, I love your idea Rory yeah. I, I definitely just announce it an an yeah. yeah. I'm behind you all the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll put it on the
1: radio <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: Neve, no. um, thank you for coming in this evening no bother we're going to let you go to bed uh, <laughs> before that one more question for you Um, What has been your favourite theme night over the years?
1: Uh, That's a hard question, to be honest with you, because I just find there's an amazing moment in every theme night. Um, But I suppose if I had to pick one, I'd have to say the tour to Vicker Street was probably, you know, a highlight. Because I just felt we were like giddy children heading off on the bus. (laughs) Um, You know, going into this incredible venue, um, you know, and this... Huge audience and the atmosphere was just electric, and you were just so proud of being from Sligo, and just so proud of everybody who was there. And I suppose obviously we were doing a best of, so um, you know, there was just it was just one brilliant moment after another brilliant moment. So if I had to pick one, I'd go for that one. But um, yeah,
3: I, great shout. I great mean, one. I mean, a lot of people are asking me when are we going back to Vicker Street, and uh, look, I've so many ideas for for moving this show to various places, and and obviously not moving it, but bringing it, like it's going to, so Sligo will always be its home. Um, but I felt this time, the, the first step with Team Night 29 was to reestablish it in Sligo because we'd, we'd lost so much momentum over the last few years. People are a little bit more hesitant about coming out. Um, and, and I just felt this, this one was all about making Sligo feel the Team Night buzz again. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And, sure. and I think, I feel, I feel we achieved that. You know, there's a great buzz around the place about it. Um, I, I, was, I walked into, it's about half nine last night, Sunday night, and Nixie, my daughter, says, Dad, you got to go to Molly Fulton's.
4: <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do I? <laughs> <Random>. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I was here, really? I was, ha- I, I was actually thinking of going for a pint. Were you, were you reading my mind? She goes, no, 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 no. We were there for dinner. You know, it was a busy week in our house. <laughs> so dinner was needed one day. Right, come on, lads. We're going to Molly Fulton's. Um, and Nixie was doing her homework, left her pencil case in
1: Fair
3: Molly off. Fulton's. And I had no pencil case for school on Monday morning. So I had to go over to Molly Fulton's at half nine last night and pick up the pencil case. And well, I walked at in. At half two. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so
0: had to, to go over the pencil Zaxi! case, fell back in the door at two o'clock.
3: <laughs> but there was um, four lads in Molly Fulton's. Um, one man behind the bar, two lads up the far side and one lad just as you walked in the door. And they all looked round. Uh, I didn't know any of them. But, sure. but two of them, Kieran. were you doing the show? It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. you know? Yeah, so yeah. you just, that really gives you the sort of feeling that you've hit people that you might, n- you know, it's not necessarily just the people who you know come to the show. Yeah. Well, I yeah. know,
1: I was telling you my one, Kieran, where uh, Sunday morning uh, I decided after the, the post night uh, blues that I was going to uh, go for a swim. They had that swim for dementia. Um, yes. You know, the tea in the sea and uh, so myself and my friends went down to do it on, on Sunday morning and as I was Tee literally yeah, <laughs> as, and, and, I, and as I was literally inching my way into the freezing cold water one toe at a time, there were four women in the water going, Niamh, yeah. Neve, the concert was brilliant
3: that night I Yeah, so look if, as I say, hopefully they're really, the momentum's back with them in Sligo and we can start thinking about bringing them other places again but there's so many ideas and so many plans for the nights and uh, yeah we can't, we, we can't wait I suppose um, if you haven't got your tickets for Team Night 30 already they went on sale yesterday and they're hopefully all gone by now actually but <laughs> <laughs>
4: maybe
0: they're not maybe they're not
3: and, uh, and you can check out the Hawkswell Theatre's website for see if there's any tickets left for Team Night 30 next October um, Neve, thank you very much for coming in thanks a pleasure and, pleasure guys. and chatting and we're going to hear a little bit of music from the show uh, right now
4: yeah.
5: Bring us
0: all together in the end as we go marching down the road
5: to freedom. Whatever you do.
3: Right, that was a selection of tunes from the show curated um, by Luke and uh, presented. Brilliant word. Curated. curated. Yeah, mm, I like it. Well, I was told once that that's what I do with the theme nights.
1: Cur- oh, yeah. You
3: don't direct them, you don't produce them, you curate them. Yeah, oh. brilliant word. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. 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 Very good. Yeah. So, anyway, that was curated by Luke. Well done, Luke. <laughs> well done, Luke. That was uh, very well curated. <laughs> Thank, so, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah.
0: you. Thank you. So, you c- curated the theme nights and then Luke then curated what you originally curated. I
2: curated a bit of Kieran's
0: curation. Yeah, fantastic. This mm. is this is wild. No. <laughs> Lads,
2: such shite we are talking right now, right?
3: Let's get it on. Let's get it on. What does Rory recommend this week? If your life is feeling grey, like a dull and cloudy day,
2: we can chase your blues away. Rory recommends you something to defend you. On the boredom, not offense, you You'll also fix your hairdo. <laughs> it's Rory recommends.
0: Okay, so last, I can't go and recommend a the theme night again because as cheap as recommended it the first time, <laughs> I reckon if I did it a second time, uh, it'd probably be a bad shout. So what I thought this week was, the theme nights are a great example of local musical talent. Um, you know, but there was dancers this time and there was a bit of acting and performance and that sort of stuff. So it, it, it's a really good stage for, for performers. And this county is full of them. And so I thought while you're waiting for the next theme night, I would recommend a regular gig. Mm. that happens in Sligo every week and to me and it's just a personal opinion I think it is the best gig in the town hands down for me it's incredible. Luke and Tony on a Friday night Luke and Tony on a Friday night is a close second What? but the <laughs> but the first one is on a Sunday night in Lily's Lads uh, there is the Sunday Roast uh, it's Dwayne Gallagher it's uh, Sean O'Reilly Tabby Callahan, and usually it's Mark Kennedy on the base he's their usual bassist but last night it was our very old Lukey Devaney So Ooh, I went Yeah <laughs> Kendi is off on his honeymoon He's he, off getting his honeymoon he, he's, oh. he's off getting his honeymoon <laughs> He is yeah. So we went along And look it's, it, it, it's, kind, it's got a kind of a Theme nighty vibe In a sense that it's You know it's going to be good Every time but it almost exceeds your expectations when you get in there. And I just thought it'd be a good recommendation because while you're waiting for the next theme night and while you have your tickets bought, they're in the cart or they're bought or whatever, while you're waiting for that, and you want to keep the musical crack going. I think it will be well worthwhile getting down uh, on a Sunday night from 10 o'clock to see the lads playing lilies. It is a hopping gig. Oh, hopping. It is
2: absolutely rocking and it will just put a smile on your face and you will not help but be just jumping about the place.
0: And you know, like this is the thing. So we were talking about how we this time wanted to add more to the team nights with projections and lights and various bits and pieces like that mm, the lads on Sunday have added more with ropes in front of them well they've got the ropes in front of, the <laughs> the in front of them the ropes in front of them VIPs the, the Sunday
5: rope. yeah they don't touch <laughs> me ropes
0: yeah you know but they the crack together is almost like a pantomime-esque style performance mm. uh, and that happens the whole way through it so there's a great vibe and the music is just incredible so while we're on this musical bu- buzz I thought uh, I'd recommend that so that's Rory Recommends this week. That's a solid recommendation. I can vouch for
3: it straight away. Yoo! Yeah. Come on, Rory. Thank you for that recommendation. Thanks, lads. Thank you to Neve Crowley um, uh, for coming in. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed reliving Team Night 29 with us. Uh, we had a great time and we hope you enjoyed the show. And you hope, we hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we will see you all very soon. Good we luck. will
2: see you the next time that we have something we want you to buy tickets for. <laughs> and uh,
1: Thanks very much for
2: listening. Good, Good luck. night.
4: Love you. <laughs>